Hello there everybody, Lappers, Tappers and everybody in between. Welcome back to Laps and Taps. I'm here joined today by Chloe. Hello. Morgan. Hi. Tom. What's up? And Kerry. Hello. My name is Alex and we are fresh back from the field. I feel like, well, fresh, I feel like fresh is, is definitely the wrong word. <laughs> we are alive back from the field. <laughs> alive like, might be a strong Alive word. is semi-accurate. We are back from the field. We are yeah. back from the field to a certain yeah. extent. Uh, and I might have to actually correct you, award-winning laps and tops. Award-winning yes. laps and tops. I have it on the wall here next to me. Um, at the studio. Of the studio. studio. Um, the we very were... professional studio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what does the award say? What, what is it? Best tarp-based podcast, laps and tarps. And it's written <laughs> on an actual piece of tarp. Yeah, while we were packing away on Sunday, it was starting to rain. I was like, oh, better cover up the award. I went, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a tarp. It's oh. a tarp. <laughs> That's literally the point. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Honestly, incredible gift from uh, from Oily. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, um, really surprised us all. We came to the Jackdaw camp on the Thursday when we were all gathered around and literally kept asking, where's, where's this person? Where's Morgan? Where's the where? Waiting for us to all get together. Like, right, okay, fine. Is everyone I was like, what is he going to say? What is he going to ask us to do? I was a bit nervous. Yeah, I was a bit nervous. <laughs> and then he presented us with an award. It was beautiful. There was port. Yeah. There was an award. I couldn't be happier. Good, yeah, good. Nice, dangerous Thursday. Yeah. Dangerous. I think it was, that was the point. I was drinking straight gin. So, yeah, yeah, it was a pretty dangerous thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, First it was the night I get hammered and then I behave myself I think, uh, ironically for the rest. Yeah, I right. think Alex will agree with me that Friday was far more lethal. Oh. <laughs> I nearly died icy and OC. Yep. So before we jump into the meat of the action, did anyone do anything particularly shenanigan full on Thursday evening? Oh, it was more meeting people, wasn't it? Or I witnessed the last Thursday of the dog end. Well, we both witnessed the oh, last Thursday oh, of the dog that end. Place. We went to the dog end rave. That place was more sweat than canvas. That was uh, touching the side of the tent. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> this is nice. Um, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Altering songs into Jackdaw theme songs was a lot of fun. Lady Gaga's Bad Romance is now Bad Contract. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense. Uh, we went on Sausage Quest as well. Yeah. Like you did that uh, like five times a day per day over so the weekend. I, I was sat, but we were, we were all sat by the fire at this point, weren't we? I think. Yeah. And then and we dawn. started to hear Sausage Quest. Sausage Quest. Sausage Quest. Oh, no, quest. I, was, I was at League, so it started at League. Oh. Uh, so I heard them fade off saying Sausage Quest. And sometime <laughs> later, you will have heard them in the distance. Sausage Quest. And then you guys arrived chanting Sausage Quest <laughs> to go and get sausages. I can't believe you did it all the way there. I thought it was going to be like three times chanting it as a joke as you were walking away. Oh, no, we did, um, the, but no. we did the whole way to dawn. And as we were going up the Dornish Hill to your camp, there was a very confused looking gent in the darkness uh, as we chanted Sausage yeah. Quest. I think some people in the house Lamella V just down the road heard you come in and they were like started chanting inside the tent <laughs> after we got our sausages from Sausage Quest we went and claimed the bar of Cordraco just jokingly planting our Jackdaw banner pole because of course for Sausage Quest we needed Jackdaw banner planted the banner in front of the thing for the picture the bloody banner pole broke on us which was a fantastic <laughs> way to start it that's such a kind of pay, a fairly time in because your arrival of like plunging the banner down crack which <laughs> <laughs> has been so poetic it's so jackdaw oh, and I think I was yeah I, I was a very sleepy boy God, Friday I had so much alcohol mm. I yeah. drank so much I, then I went to buy a bottle of mead I'm like this mead's gonna last me a couple of days Nah, bumped into the lovely Ian from the LARP noobs and then just sat by a fire with him for about three hours talking about Joe Abercrombie and having a good old giggle. 
I think we need to make sure that we drag you somewhere to get you both hammered on the Thursday night so then you don't do it on the Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no problem. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, well, you've I got... D- yeah. I don't get hangovers, so I'm lucky. Don't say that, because I kept saying I've never had a hangover in a tent and fuck me this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful on Saturday morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah, don't jinx it. I'm very unfortunate when it comes to hangovers. I, I don't need much to get pretty much knocked out and sedated the next day. For the rest of the day, just feel like mm-hmm. absolute shit. But um, Friday went particularly hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was that 14% cider at the boar's yeah. head. Oh, it's that lethal. stuff is lethal. It's smooth. It's delicious. Don't get it me wrong. It doesn't taste alcoholic. It, it no. doesn't really. It goes down like juice. And that's terrifying. And then, because and then you, you can have like a sack of rocks. Because exactly. <laughs> if you have like five of them, yeah, that's oh, like yeah. three bottles of wine I only, or more. I had maybe two. And the second one I cut with apple juice because yeah. it was that strong. Well, you gave me I one cut with apple it. juice when I got there. Yeah, that was yeah. that was like a thimble of apple juice on top of it. Because <laughs> no. you did say you wanted a proper drink, and there's, yeah, there's no yeah, yeah. drink more proper than that goddamn cider. No. I do like good strong cider, to be fair. Um, yeah, because I've never been that wanked off cider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that was kind of Thursday. Was just kind of nice, wasn't it? We saw a few people, caught up with a few, yeah. uh, a few listeners, met some um, people as well. Met some people at the Jack Doors. Oh no, it's on the Friday. I got spotted by a listener when I was walking through Wintermark, and it's the first time I've been on my own and got spotted. Oh. Like, are you? You're lots of darks, aren't you? I was like, how did you know? Usually they spot Nietzsche or Tristan. They never spot me. So thank you. Yeah, <laughs> dear. Um, but yeah, Thursday night was nice. Goal set. I'm really glad we got there on Thursday because then you can get the cab set up and you're not stressing on the Fridays. You get yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I say it's nice to have that one night of drinking OC, especially in yeah. the winter when you've not seen so many people for so long. Yeah, it was like it was like we were saying like the Thursday of E1 last year when it was we were surrounded by people that hadn't seen each other in three years. It was yeah, really nice, wasn't it? But yeah, it's the same thing. It's like six months. I haven't seen most of these people for ages, and had a nice big get together. Mm. Honestly, if you can make it to a Thursday, do it. It is worth yeah. the extra five pounds to get on site. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, five pounds for a night of camping anywhere. Like even if you weren't mm. camping in such a great place with so many great people, like that's cheap. I think the biggest obstacle is just getting the time off. Like, yeah, that's it, right? yeah, exactly. But from that, yeah, Thursdays are awesome. Um, so, which one of us wants to kick off Friday? Alex and Chloe, do you fancy it since it's your first year back? So, I, I woke up Friday and I decided, how much can a human being drink? <laughs> you let's, started immediately. Let's find <laughs> out. And um, I think, yeah, by about midday, I um, really oh, put myself <laughs> through the paces. Well, we went to the shop, didn't we? Because you needed more firewood. Because mm, Thursday yeah. night, when I was a bit tipsy, I decided that your fire needed a whole bag of kindling to get started. <laughs> I watched them go, I was like... I mean, I only use like four sticks. Oh, is that why usually. you kept coming over to us? Yeah, because the whole bag was used, and Alex was Alex was like, "No, you'll need a fair amount." And I was like, "It's a lot of my kindling on. Yeah, you'll need more." Yeah, I know now. Yeah, <laughs> being you know in Navarre, there's so much wood. You don't you don't need to worry about it. But yeah, well, there you go. And yeah, the rest of Friday uh, is a bit of a blur. So I'll let Chloe take it away from here. She can help remind me exactly what happened. What did happen Friday? <laughs> it was a blur for Chloe too. Uh, I remember what's that? I remember how I kicked off. Remember, I can't remember. So we split off kind of just before time in, didn't we? Where did you guys start time in? We started at six p.m. straight away for the debutants mm. ball. Did you go to standing? I made it a point not to go to any meetings. Oh, good shout! Fair <laughs> enough. I was like, I'm not going on holiday to go to meeting. <laughs> I went to twelve meetings. <laughs> yeah, we had a very this. opposite well, approach. Then you shouldn't be at meeting the LARP, which is what Empire is. Yeah, I was at Tavern the LARP, okay? Yeah, no, that looked that very valid LARP. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who thought well, being a merchant prince wouldn't be the life of luxury, be more the life of an accountant? <laughs> Do you want to kick us off then, more? Yeah, I can kick off. Um, 
so we thought we'd go off with a bang. Um, so me and Will, who plays Viridian, decided we would come in, um, having just got back from Brookeliand. Uh, so we went to the round Brockleyland. The ba- Sorry, Brockleyland. Uh, we went round the back of Navarre. We got a blood capsule, popped it in the mouth, got some blood, poured it on our heads, bit of the blood capsule. I always assume blood capsules had yeah, to I, I was hoping that I'd bump into you doing this, but... Yeah, I we were at Navarre waiting for you yeah, to pass, but you never head. did. I thought you were coming down that way. Yeah, no, we didn't in the end. Um, but I had a uh, blood cap. We intended to come out that way. Yeah. And then we never did. It's, look, I was being yeah, dragged. Um, I always assume blood capsules had liquid in them, uh, yeah. but they're full of a powder, which I guess yeah. then becomes blood in your mouth. I like nearly actually threw up. Oh, <laughs> like, I bet it was yeah, like, I can't imagine that face now. That was not pleasant. Um... Uh, but basically my blood pouring in my face, pouring out my mouth. People just kind of watch like, what the fuck is going on? Maybe next time use cherry jam or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Wait, so fake blood in that sense then is just sal- coloured yes. saliva? Yeah, it must be. But it was just like a powder thing and I was like, <laughs> it was very unpleasant. Mm. Especially because I wasn't expecting that sensation. I was like, uh, yeah. oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you came back dribbling from the Brock? Yeah, basically, yep. Uh, got dragged through the VAR, saw some people we knew, they're like, you're all right? I was like, yeah, yeah, I've been better, as we kind of get dragged through. And we'd spoken to um, uh, Lady Lordine in the house, and we said, oh, we'll go past the Synod, the, the hub where she'll be. Mm. Collapsed on the floor. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, so I didn't actually have a traumatic wound from Echoes in the end. But the guy... So you just pretended. The guy, <laughs> the mage kind of leaned in, he's like, what, you know, kind of what's wrong with you? I was like, make it up. <laughs> and he was like oh, oh I get you so then we start we basically did some role play he used some magic to heal my wounds whilst I was just writhing on the floor covered in blood um, then managed to stand up Viridian's just screaming about how the um, heart of the Vaughn is alive and it thinks uh, kind of screaming like crack eyed and was just kind of watching oh did he him. go as well did he see yeah. what's inside the heart yeah he Vaughan. came to the heart as well which very excited that little spring boy he got very oh, excited yeah. by that I am curious how you played Brock Rock horror, shall I say? I honestly, a lot of the time, I, I, I it didn't come to the surface very much. So like when it came up, I just kind of was like, yeah, it was shit's fucked. So oh. it's like I'll talk to you about it later, but it was very much I kind of like I can still see it. I spoke to people who'd been to the heart. Yeah, I'm not ready to discuss this. Yeah, like, like I can't. We kind of discussed the theories of what we have, and I'll save those for the field. Um, but if you can find someone that went to the heart, I would recommend a chat with them because it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, got healed up, then kind of ambled my way over to Dulac was kind of how we started time in. Having to be like, where's camp? You know, when they just arrived, where am I supposed yeah. to be going? Um, but yeah, that was kind of a very nice explosive start to time in. I like the fun. idea of time in being you actually arriving at Anvil. Yeah, well, the, the yo folk that live below the abstraction layer and kind of camp outside of town... Like, oh, they come in and they do breakfast and they do, they, they've made the dinner and stuff, but whilst mm. we're not there kind of thing. So that was the idea. I was like, I don't know where camp is because I've just arrived. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it works out quite nicely because then you can be like, oh, oh good. Camp steps, nice, food's ready, good yeah. stuff. But yeah, that was my, that was how we started. I started with the deputants ball. So the league, every time we open up the event, uh, the egregores lead a gathering in which we talk about, well, Someone steps forward and talks about the class they play or the various classes of the league, such as what a Bravo does, what a Mountebank does, what a Reckoning is, etc., etc., etc. It's a very good way, to, I find, to get new players to really know what each role of the league is. So, 
everyone knows in the league to gather there at six if you want to do a bit of hobnobbing afterwards, try and get some new recruits, uh, maybe help people find their direction in game. Usually I have a couple of chats and wander off and go to uh, military, military practice, uh, the block training. But this time, weirdly, I had a queue of people, it seemed, wanting to talk to me. Which made me feel very special. Oh, to speak to the, the the Count of Vagabonds himself. I know, right? What an honor. So, we had Luther. I think was the first one to approach me. Uh, Luther is the brother of Doctor. No, no Reiner. So he's Doctor Luther. He was the brother of Reiner. Unfortunately, Reiner tragically died at sea. They did look very similar. Mid event. Yeah, yeah they look, very similar actually. You see the family resemblance. Yeah, yeah. I know, I've never seen a marrow look so much like a human before, but there we go. Marrows are humans, aren't Marrow. How much Back to we, the lineage how, episode. How long do we have to rally against this prejudice? <laughs> lineage humans are humans too. Yeah. I think we need to sit Tom down and make him listen to the lineage episode again. <laughs> I see Nietzsche is not racist. <laughs> no, I would see Tom is though, probably. <laughs> oh no. Uh, He's not, I'm joking. But yes, he came and told us that uh, Reiner had died at sea horribly and funnily enough, he owes me two crowns. Still waiting on those two crowns, but well, you won't get them. That are at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, but that that's passed on to his brother apparently. So Brilliant. oh well, as long as you wait for those that. two crowns. I also got given his. No, I'll leave that for later because got other things. Uh, one of the big things that happened at Debton's ball, though, which was exciting, was Obi, one of our listeners who is who plays uh, Ricardo Embercast, came up to the Jackdaws offering us a job which was a very fun little one that I could send our new members out to really just hit the field in our stride. I'm so glad they came up to with, with this job. It just has Jack Daw written all over us. He employed I wish I'd seen this. It sounds hilarious. Yeah. For a very good price, I think it was four crowns ahead, we send over three, uh, to heckle a rival tour led by Lord Dorian Denholm. I'm hoping... Uh, I'm pronouncing that uh, right, uh, which was led by another one of our listeners, Zebediah. So they're now having a tour-off. So my jackdaws were, were employed to heckle the tours. See, I did see this from afar, but I didn't know what... I thought she'd just gone on a tour because I recognised one of the jackdaws was... She was new to that event, and I just yeah. showed her around, but I thought, oh, she'd gone on an in-character tour. That's nice, but she looked very happy, oh, and I think so she was just really funny. enjoying heckling. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yes... Uh, Apparently, I, I I went and asked them for notes because unfortunately I couldn't go on the tour because I'm too important for such things. I feel like all the funnest do. thing that your jackdaws have done this weekend, you've not been at any of them because <laughs> you've been at meetings. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I've got to get them the game somehow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, effectively, they arrived late to heckle the tour, but when they did so, they really geared up heckling. And the tour leader had to distract them by conveniently dropping coins all over and uh, materials. And eventually they got bored and like went and looked at jewellery. Sorry, he was dropping materials. He was dropping a few coins, I believe, it's to like distract them. like he was them. tipping them. That's like... <laughs> That's so funny. Do you know what comes to mind is, ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Well, I was thinking, like, Jack, uh, Jack Tours, because they're, like, I don't know why, are they anything like magpies? Yeah. That very much yeah, they're, they're in the same bird Distracted family. by shiny and picking things up. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, the players in the Jack Tours who went on that had a fantastic first little experience of Anvil, a bit of light 
role-playing, a lot of fun, a bit of a joke. It was the perfect job for us, considering it, we're think, the jokey guild. I think they were all first-time jackdaws, weren't they? Uh, everyone except Wim, uh, Winhelm. Is it Winhelm? I think, it, yeah, Wilhelm. Wilhelm, Wilhelm, isn't it? Wilhelm, yes, was a first-time jackdaw. So it was a great way to break them in. Uh, I also got a letter sent to me mm. from a very appreciative great fox of Varushka just thanking us for our courageous activities of saving his life during contract quests. Oh, contract quests. So uh, he says he'll we're welcome to join him for drinks at the Grapevine anytime, and he drinks toast the continued friendship between the jackdaws and his house, or whatever the equivalent are. Is vale, I think. Vale. Yes. So that was my entrance to the uh, event. So I've got plenty of stuff to talk after the Deputons Ball, but what about you, Kerry? I went, as I had always planned to do, straight to the boar's head to start brewing potions so that I could make a little bit of money before getting absolutely drunk. Um, which, yeah, actually, the process of that began before time in because whilst I was giving your new Jackdaw a tour around Anvil, we popped over to the boar's head and obviously the very kind and generous uh, person who owns the boar's head had to just get me to sample all the wares because I obviously help work there. I need to make sure I know what everything tastes like. Not that anything was labelled and I could help anyone actually when I was working there in the Friday night, but it was all very delicious. Um, so yeah, so I did a bit of potion roleplay, which actually was, it was a bit awkward last summit when I was doing it, like just sat at my tent, time in, feeling really self-conscious, but just sitting in the corner of the tavern and doing it whilst um, there was also a new player, or I don't think she was new, but She'd mentioned that she'd got quite a bit of anxiety and she hadn't really come to like, you know, she'd been struggling to introduce herself to people. I won't obviously say too much, but you could tell that she was a bit nervous. So uh, me and um, the owner of the boss head were having a chat with her and I was trying to help her make feel make feel make her feel comfortable while sort of pottering about pretending to pour herbs into my little pestle and mortar um, and make those. And then I was like, right, I'm just going to go and um, finish making these potions. I'll be back in a minute. Can I just leave my tankard here? And Con was just like... What? What do you mean? Where are you going to? I was like, God damn! I need to go to the God damn. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be subtle You're and in character to be like, about it. Heretic. Yes, I'm. I'm have to go and pray to God that this potion doesn't explode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, then I think I, I think I ran around selling the potions because there were specific people that I knew wanted to buy specific things. Like I know you've got um, a friend in Dawn who's a spring mage, so yes, for I specifically learned to make spring potions so that I could help him out. You've got a, a repeat customer. It yes, which will be good because um, it was basically just you, him and Nietzsche that I provided potions for. And whilst you all gave me the sort of herbs in exchange for the potions, I asked for prosperity prices to make them. And he gave me a couple of crowns. You gave me, I think, a crown or something You like you did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You, reasonable price. Yeah. Relatively generous, even. It was. Yeah. Very prosperous. You know, spread the rings. Well, exactly. You, know, the hard work you value you my time, and I appreciate so, that. And so, um, any guesses how much Nietzsche um, decided oh, well, my right, time was I'm guessing by the build-up a little bit less. So maybe yeah. like seven, well, we'll, we'll ring, seven the, rings, maybe? Um, a little bit less. Oh, wait, no, seven rings. That would be wait, wait, less than seven. Less than seven, yeah. Six. Less. Five, five then. No. How many rings? Four. <laughs> it still counts as rings. Oh, it's so poor. So I've poor. seen your coffers, Tom. <laughs> it's so poor. Oh, no. Secrets. <laughs> Don't out me. I'm a beggar man. <laughs> but it's all right, because he has a squire in the league now. I mean, 
We'll talk more about that later, but I didn't have to help him put his armour on, is all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> a squire, God. butler and a housekeeper. Mm. So he's, uh, he's going up in the world, clearly. <laughs> a squire, a butler and a housekeeper. But I'm so poor. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm a cult of personality. <laughs> so I got back to the boar's head and continued on my cider, which we've already discussed um, how brutal that cider was. And I say, uh, trying to... Where, where I was on the lookout for sort of new players that looked nervous. I was trying to make people feel like, you know, they had somewhere to go and somewhere to feel welcome and someone to talk to. And also on the lookout for people I'd seen before, bumped into Pepe the Squirrel again, of course. But I'll talk more about that later. Do we want to pass around a little bit? I would like to thank uh, one of our newest Jackdaws, Grace's mother, for surprising me with a gift for taking in her beloved daughter. She presented me with an absolutely stunning handmade cloak. And I'm, I can't be thankful enough. It's absolutely beautiful. That so. thing is awesome. Yeah. Thank mm. you so much for that. You saved my life. The event was colder than I thought it was. And the cape is so warm. Yeah. Uh, I'll put pictures on my profile or I think they're on the league page or, or as well already. But I can't, I can't say how thankful I am for it. Unfortunately, I no longer look like the Count of Vagabonds because it actually looks like I've got money now. Well, yeah. that's funny. It's a funny coincidence that, that it looks like you have IC money. <laughs> it's a double-edged dagger, yeah. but it's so warm. <laughs> yeah, it's an absolutely awesome coat. It came wrapped with a let IC letter as well, oh, so I'll have incredible. to show you that. After. Absolutely. Uh, in regards to Friday, I remembered, uh, as you mentioned, there was that uh, person outside the board's head. Uh, they nearly hired us to deliver a love message mm. to a senator, but she was a little shy. Oh. and wasn't exactly sure whether or not it would be well received. So we said, well, we know, we'll hang around if you fancy doing it in the future. Yeah. So if there's any senators listening, you nearly got a love letter if it's for you. <laughs> yeah, well, um, just any of you feel free to presume that that is you. If you're a senator, I just assume that there is yeah. someone out there nervously <laughs> waiting to send you a love letter. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't listen to think that. Ah, that's probably me. Yeah, Friday we were just kind of like dipping our toes in and out because it's obviously been a year since our mm. last lap. So we didn't, we didn't have any game or a lot of game to kind is, of get involved with. I remember exactly what we did on Friday and I've just remembered because we spent the majority of the evening waiting for Tristan's fire to go out because he was like, oh, hey, no, 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 that was Thursday, Thursday night. Oh, was it? Oh, was it? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was when he was off doing the dog end rave. Yeah, yeah. that's when I was like, oh, it's all right, I'll wait till it dies down. And I wasn't that bothered, but you were like, oh, it's all right, I'll stay with you. And then you, I could see you getting like a bit like, I want to go. And I'm like, you can no, go. I was, I, was, I was getting cold. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. It, it had... The, the fire wasn't there, so it wasn't very warm, but it was no, still but it like was embers, it, and we didn't want to leave it. Yeah, as it, was, it was yeah. still alight enough that we mm. couldn't leave it unattended. Because I didn't know why we were sat there, and, and then after a while, I was like, well, "Why? Why are we here?" And you guys said, "Oh, we're waiting for the fire to burn down." And I looked at it, and it was two logs that were glowing, and I was like, "That's going to take hours." hours. Yeah, what? Until like, it's you said out. like six hours at the <laughs> yeah. time. Like, right, it's going to be like six I'm hours. Why, is that why we're here? This is like pa watching paint dry. I messaged and I was like, because I put, I, was like, I pour some water on the fire and come to the dog end. Come on, it's well, worth Because it. before you left, I said, can't we just like pour some water on it? And you were like, no, I don't want it to crack. Yeah, well, no, I was a bit like, I'm not sure we should. And then when I got there, I was like, do you know what? It was like, I'd only been there 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, yo, fuck it. It'd be funnier if they were here. So I was like, yeah. get in here now. But then yeah, because well. you had messaged Jack, right? No, the group no, chat. No, it was the group chat. Oh. We didn't see it for a good half hour until like. Yeah. I was still there. We tried to come and find you, but well, that, that was Thursday. Then. Yeah, well, someone said um, that you weren't in there, so we went to the forge. I don't nah, know who. Don't listen to people. Yeah, always barge in and look for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Shout. On the Friday, we just kind of like wandered around, checked out all the different nations, saw mm. what was around. Bit of sightseeing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, ended back up at the Boar's Head, had a few there and then... Well, we went back well, to our OC camping uh, site yeah. and had a nice little dinner and things as well, didn't mm. we? Yeah. We just had a very quiet Friday. We were just reintroducing ourselves into LARP slowly. No, oh, I did. You were very unwell. You were very drunk and very unwell today. Yeah. I was fine up to a point. I think when yeah. like when quiet like, one because even even Con at the Boar's Head, he said, "Oh yeah, I saw that you were drinking. You were knocking them back last night, but you seemed fine." It was yeah. only the morning after to that he'd heard oh, that I was back. Do you remember going back to sausages? Sausages are the theme of the episode, by the way, everyone. <laughs> that. Uh, he con dropped a chorizo into the fire. Yeah. Grace plucked it out with some tongues and you drunkenly ate it. Oh, yeah, I do remember being hand fed some meat. Yeah. Was that <laughs> was that? that? Oh, yeah, yes. that was that was okay. the fire charred chorizo. Mm. <laughs> Lovely. The ashes, so well, I, was, I would say that that's what's made him on well. It wasn't it wasn't possibly, yeah, because Well actually coal is meant no. to be very good for a hangover. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, also good for your teeth. Chips for a motor. <laughs> yeah. Eat from the fire if you're feeling bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, no, I, I got very drunk. And like, I knew that, as I said, I'd cut the cider with apple juice because I knew it was hitting me too hard. And it had been a couple of months since I'd had a drink before that, really, other than the first day. Um, and I just at one point, I just, it, it knocked into me and I just suddenly felt sick. And then all of a sudden there was loads of people around. There'd been like a traveling bar on a cart. Um, apparently was parked outside but I just looked up and there was it was full uh, and I just had a bit of a panic attack and had to go to bed <laughs> so I just like stood up and left and then everyone was like where did you go yesterday I was like um to just, bed I was just drunk so I went to sleep <laughs> yeah because I remember mm. like everyone was like yeah she was here and then she just yeah, folded no. her chair up and then walked away and I, I just thought like, oh, like an OC like nope 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 can't do this right now I need to go to bed <laughs> that's it, fair yeah, yeah it's always good to remember at LARP if you need a minute. No one minds if you have no, to exactly. go and just if, readjust yourself to oh, the world. Even up. if you just need to go and go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best thing you can do. Even though mm. you can't sleep because it's freezing. Because <laughs> that also didn't help. Thursday was the worst night. Friday wasn't too bad. Saturday was pretty warm, actually. I was really warm Saturday night. Sunday was beautiful and warm while we were packing away. Oh, and oh. we got burned because yeah. the uh, weather hates us. But no, yeah, I spent all weekend freezing only to then get sunburn on my nose <laughs> or to catch the sun on my nose and only my nose because of my naga paint. <laughs> uh, so that was covering because I, I thought, oh, it's usually my cheeks that catch the sun if anywhere. So it's fine. They're covered. So I didn't put sun cream on. Also, it was cloudy. Um, and then I'd totally forgotten that my nose is also part of that like line that gets sun kissed. Um, so yes, I look like I've got a very bad cold right now and I have a bit of a cold, but I look a lot worse for it. So, oh well. <laughs> so Morgan, did you get up to many more adventures on Friday night? I know you're a bit of a skirmish hoe. Yeah, I got, I got to three skirmishes. That is insane. It's not going to happen again this year. All on Friday? Uh, no, one on Friday, two oh. on Saturday. <laughs> I thought right. you I meant all on say. Friday then as well. well yeah. I was intending on going two, but I was too kind of... Battered Did from you game get back. to go yeah. on the Varushka skirmish at 6.30? No, That's well, the one I wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that one. Um, basically, we kind of got dragged back to camp. I had a bit of a reset. Started to meet people, you know, asking how everyone's been since we last saw them, um, which was nice. Our neighbours were the Dago Vans, and I met a few people that I'd saw before time in. Kind of spoke to them, which was really nice. Um, and then Viridian was kind of running around, as he likes to. And he was talking about there's a skirmish going on at 7.45 to Brookeliand, 
You um, went back to Brickelliand. I went back to Brickelliand after having complained about how horrible it was. I was like, oh, maybe I missed the place. No, the, um, the boar's head is from Brickelliand. Like, oh, they? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, there's the Brock, isn't there, which is like the central defence mm. in Brickelliand, I think, which yeah. is where a lot of them live, because Brickelliand is yeah. full well, of Well, there's a, a, a part of the territory called Boar's Dell. Boar's Dell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they're from. Um, but we got, we went to, um, basically went to the Night Protector of Spring, who was the person who was in charge of it. So do you guys know what the Night Protector of Spring is? So in Dawn, uh, every summit, we have a Night Protector competition. And whoever wins the Night Protector competition becomes the Night Protector of whatever season it is. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. So we have four Night Protectors. Um, yo folk are not allowed to compete in the tournament, but a blind eye is turned to Night Errants who gird as Black Knights. So that's what I do often. I'll dress as a Black Knight and then fight in the tourney. And whoever wins this kind of all-out melee becomes the night protector of whatever season. Um, so you, uh, the night protector of spring won last spring. Um, and the mission was to go get this boon uh, to help us cast this ritual. I think it was to help cast the ritual for the Sunday battle. So it really enhances spring magic and allows you to cast a ritual with greater ease that can animate and like turn a forest into soldiers. Um, so we were trying to get this boon basically, but it was like right in the depths of Brickelliand. So a lot of it was a really small skirmish. It was like 25 people. So a lot of the ones I've been on are like 70, 80 people, it's 25 people. And that protector was trying to kind of run around trying to find people to get on it. Um, and we kind of gathered a lot of people around. And I spent a lot of time because Viridian had basically been said, right, I want you on it. And I was like, Viridian, I was like, would you like me to help you organize it? And then they're like, yes. I was like, perfect. So like, I'm able to get on the skirmish, which is really nice. Um, I quite like the new, or it almost felt like the new system where the person organizing skirmish has legal recourse to kick off if you if you gate jump um, has kind of changed. Like people aren't gate jumping, like they aren't queue jumping because they can get in trouble for it yeah. with the militia. Um, so it almost felt like there was more of a culture of like, go see the person who's organizing, have a talk, see if you can get onto it. That's kind of a thing. nice, icy solution to it. I was going to yeah. say, because you have been saying that the way that it sort of set up wasn't ideal. So has that improved? I thought things? so. Well, I mean, I got into three skirmishes, which were the ones I planned to get. The ones the ones I saw, and I was like, I'd like to get onto them and spoke to the person organizing, I got on. I need to remember to actually look up the skirmishes that are going on yeah. those you days. Can't, you can't go to the skirmishes, you're in a meeting. <laughs> that is my game now. That is the truth. I can't go. That is so true. I like to picture even if Nietzsche dies, the jackdaws can't be bothered to go to the meeting, so they've just hired someone to puppet me. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> what, weekend, like weekend at yeah, Bernie's. I was say, we, weekend at Bernie's, puppeteering Nietzsche's corpse uh, across Anvil. Uh, don't, like, don't be giving him a chair and walking off. Not going to lie, I'd be totally in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> I would totally be up to the doing that for at least one season. Oh my goodness. Um just make a scarecrow each year and just go for it. But yeah, so we kind of I was there was a skirmish that was gonna go on, which was exciting. So we had to go get this boon. It was gonna be like loads of lawn and spring horrors and etta caps and all this horrible stuff. Um only twenty five of us. And we go through the Sentinel Gate. And what I like about kind of like Valorn and like husk skirmishes is that you have to be quiet because they are like attracted to noise and life and stuff. So if you try to be really quiet, they'll just ignore you. So as we come through the portal, so when you go through the central gate, there's the big gate that you go through and then you walk for a little bit. And then until you walk between two stones, like on the other side, you haven't come out of the gate. So it's kind of yeah. like semi out of character whilst you're walking to the destination. 
Um, and then the visual, once we get to the gate, it's like, right, everyone be really quiet. Like once we get there, um, we start wandering around and you can just see there's fog hanging in the air, kind of like drifting through the glade. And you can see the shapes of husks just kind of ambling around and then dryads with their big kind of like mantles and claws wandering around. So we start to move forward. We're looking, there's two Navari with us who are going to be the ones that are retrieving the boon, which I think took the form of a horn. And the rest of us were basically going to distract and take on the Valorum whilst that happened. Uh, we start to move up uh, and the scouts like run ahead. Um, so they sprint off to go find where they've been told it should be. And then the Valorum see us eventually. They start to wander over, um, trying to be quiet as possible, but eventually it kicks off. The dryads start sprinting. There's like cleaves going off, people getting knocked down to the ground. And then hulking out of the woods is this... 10 foot tall insectoid creature with these massive claws starts swinging towards us. And as it hits people, it's calling strike down. So when it hits you, you're flat on your ass and then it's like beating them whilst they're on the ground, swinging around. Everyone's trying to kind of clobber it. Um, but this thing just kind of keeps running around. Like people like hitting their shields to distract it with noise. So it kind of turns around, starts sprinting towards them. All the while, dryads are sprinting in. Um, there was uh, a Dornish woman with a crossbow and it was really cool because what, what she was doing was she would shoot a dryad so they'd go down and one because they're not wearing armour yeah. and then we'd all like two or three knights would swing in execute them then move on because if you don't kill them within 15 seconds they get straight back up again Yeah. so there was a lot of kind of like uh, that those crossbow bolts are flying of running after the corpses. It went really well. We didn't manage to kill the big beastie but that wasn't the objective because then we saw the Navari scouts running with this horde it's like we've got it we have to run. Yeah. So then we start sprinting through the gate like a retreat. People people have gone really far off, so they're trying to pull back. So we're trying to push back the husks and the dryads as they start running their way back towards us. Eventually, we all get back together and we start sprinting towards the gate as they run towards us, but we get clear and we get through and we were successful. It was a nice, hey. kind of big, exciting kind of thing. Nice. What wasn't nice was no. because I have had the magical soup, but it's gone now. I had um, uh, uh, green lung. Oh, oh. Uh, don't know what Green Lung does. I just know that I had it. Doesn't sound nice. <laughs> so I had to go to the hospital, um, which was then quite fun because I was just kind of like breathing like haggardly to kind of like, well, in fact, just how I'm breathing now, my voice has been fucked. We're just going. Yeah. <gasps> Part of what fucks your voice. I mean, most, I think my throat's just gone because I've just been shouting, Our laughter we saw. Our laughter we saw. Every time Sorry. I see a jack. <laughs> That's peaked. <laughs> Every time I see a jack door across the field, just so they know that I'm there, I'm like, wait for me. I yeah. loved, I just say like how amazed, like Chloe and I both were about the jack doors. Because mm. we've, we've heard reference to it, but it was only started, well, it wasn't started when we were last at LARP. No, it was E3 last year. E3 really. yeah. last year, it started off with myself and Reiner. Salt, Salt, actually. Reiner wasn't at that event, sadly. So it started at two and it's spiraled a little yeah, bit. Yeah, to see how much it's grown is just absolutely amazing. And they're all such lovely guys. Like, oh, yeah. Really, really so really much lovely. fun hanging out with them. Yeah. I adored your line after you first meeting them. I didn't know what to think, Tom, when I heard about all these jackdaws after editing all the episodes. All I can say is, the jackdaws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what I expected them to be like. Yeah. <laughs> don't know so, what I expected, but they were it. So your hospital experience with Green Long. Oh, yeah, no. So then I had to, which was really fun. So basically there was someone who was apprenticing. Yeah. So um, there's a thing, oh, I don't really know how it works, but if you're wanting to learn a new skill, 
you can uh, get the apprentice skill or you can be an apprentice to it? Uh, well, I, I did get taught through this when I joined the Apothecary Guild last summer and they were saying how if you don't know how to uh, do a certain recipe list, you'd be able to learn it from them. But then I think you still need to spend the skill point. I don't know if it takes another summer yeah, or... Yeah, I think you can only do it whilst you're with someone else kind of yeah. thing. But there was someone there that was learning how to do um, being in the hospital. And yeah, it was really it. fun because they were like, right, come here. Right, can you take a big deep breath, deep breath in? So I would go like, <gasps> and they were like, can you hear that kind of like crunching noise? So that that's how we identify green lung. And they were kind of like going through this whole process and they were like, right, so we need this herb. I need you to put a, a pot on so we can put it in and we need to make a kind of like a steam for him to breathe in. Yeah. Walking me through, is like, right, you keep him company. I'll go get that done. So I'm just sitting there talking about it like, <gasps> Kind of talk about talk about how great the fight was and the stuff that's been on, and then had to breathe this thing. And it was like it was my usual hospital experience is me lying on the ground with a broken limb, screaming in agony. Whereas yeah. this was just a kind of like my lungs really burn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was good fun. Got a treat for green lung. Uh, I always love a, a I love a trip to the hospital. I think it's one of my favorite like parts. Like I've ooh. still never been to the hospital. You need to fight a bit worse and get some traumatic wounds. Yeah. Well, be careful. Oh, but trauma, traumatic wounds are really nice to role play, though. Yeah. Oh, what was your traumatic... Oh, did you say what your traumatic wound was when you got back into Amble? Sorry. I had green, green lung. lung. So it wasn't a traumatic wound. It was oh. like a disease. Um, oh, no, not from the Sentinel Gate. Didn't you receive one in the Brock? Oh, no, oh, I didn't get one. No, oh, not really. No, it I was, was supposed like to, but they didn't thing. put one in the in the pack, so we just pretended. Oh, okay. yeah. I was saying that I got jammed in the back by a dryad, so I had a piece of dryad, like, rammed in my back. Um, that basically we hadn't noticed and then become dislodged and pierced something whilst we were walking down Anvil. Yeah. Um, so I got driven out and then we kind of drew the infection out. Um, Interesting. Yeah. No, it was good fun. Um, I tell you what, though, I'm really struggling to remember Friday. Uh, yeah, same. I made notes. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I need to make better notes, clearly. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Whilst you were off doing that, I think I went to paperwork meeting. I thought you were going to say paperwork quest then. But well, everything's a quest. Yeah. Well, yeah. This quest involved going over to our friends at a house called Draco, owners of Wise Guys and Dawn, to finalise our contract with them, because hopefully we shall be fighting with Dawn for the next four battles. Yes, I am very excited for that. So, yes, uh, we took one of my uh, tea-stained and pre-written contracts for them to sign. It's so fun to roleplay with the Dornish in signing leagueish paperwork. Because me and Modesto were sat there. We made fun little amendments such as, uh, if there is risks of danger, the captains will be talking to each other, so we wouldn't have to be forced to go any of the, your su- su- suicidal Dornish su- uh, glory charges. There's no such thing as a suicidal glory charge unless you're it is at, if you're the league. Unless you're bad at glory charging. <laughs> or, we, yeah. or we had the loot clause. If we looted anything, we get to keep it. Uh, if I'm in danger as the merchant prince, they will fight to protect me as much as we will fight to protect their leader. But they added fun little amendments as well because they were like, You've got some amendments in. We'll put some amendments in. So the uh, We want some glorious amendments as well. Well, you funny you should say that is the jackdaw should always act gloriously as po- po- as they can possibly manage, and that the jackdaws must always drink, eat, and be merry. But Aww. jackdaw and glory are like antonyms of each other. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the inglorious jackdaws. It's oh. an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah oh, definitely. <laughs> no, so, just a normal moron. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I love you. I know. <laughs> so yeah, we went and filled out all the contracts. That was fun. I went to another little meeting. Uh, this was just a planning meeting for, uh, between a few different players. So that took place at the Broken Ode. I had a few coffees. But apparently, whilst I was at the Broken Ode, uh, some Crimson Reapers apparently came into the camp looking for Nietzsche. Yeah, I heard about this. Um, and I was like, what, 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 what's Nietzsche done? Why are the Crimson Reapers looking for him? What, what trouble has Nietzsche got himself into? Apparently, there was only one jackdaw there. And it was a lot of girded up people coming to find me, fully armed, and on bite. Oh my god. Allegedly. So that for those who don't know, bite is a basically fantasy cocaine which makes you super aggressive and Is bite legal in the Empire? No, is, not I was at gonna all. say I feel like someone said th- it was, but I think it might have been I might have misheard. No, that's not legal. So as you I can imagine Four Crimson Reapers come to the Jackdaw tent demanding to see Nietzsche. They're going to worry. So whilst I was having a lovely time at the Broken Ode, discussing business with a few interesting parties, having a bit of a laugh and a coffee, my Jackdaws are doing cardio around the field, looking for me, worrying I am fucking dead. Yeah, one of them came to the boar's head and told me. Apparently someone had said Nietzsche's already gone into the Crimson Reapers tent. Odessa's like, fuck me, not even Nietzsche's that stupid to go in there. So as I'm having a lovely coffee, I see these flock of jackdaws flying down the path. Flying. I'm like, look out the tent. It's like, what are you fucking like doing? It's like, fuck's sake, there he is. (laughs) And he explained to me, reapers have been to the camp, they're looking for you, yada, yada, yada. Now, some would claim I went and thought, oh, Crimson Reapers, fuck, I've got to get out of here. Well, actually, no. I was running out of time because I had to run off and get girded for the love duel. Ah, uh, the love duel. Uh, yes. No, because you that. I remember why. Because it was dark when you did the love duel, wasn't it? It was quite dark in dawn. Because I remember where I was when you were doing the love duel. You didn't turn up to see your friend fight the love no, duel. No, I'm, really, right. I'm very but sorry. I forgot what we, time. Have we had a recap on all the love duel stuff? So you can listen back to our previous E4 episodes if you want to have a proper experience yeah. of the love duel. 2023 E4. Brief summary. Brief summary is we were hired by Cor Draco to fight on their behalf against the Freeborn for their hand in love or something like that. You you brass coasters and uh, Dornish are so bound with love. But we beat the Freeborn's ass. They claimed it was unfair that Cor Draco hired us for a love duel. So we said, why not you hire us this season for the love duel? To which they did. So we now go up fully girded up as the jackdaws to fight the love duel on the freeborn's behalf we went basically went up two three four up two three four up two three four all the way from the league camp all the way to core draco's wise guys pub in the glory square incredible. carrying the jackdaws sign uh, flag incredible as we arrived there fully girded up looking like a professional leagueish military unit I think Dawn started to shake in the knees a bit because they said, anyone who wants to fight for love, get in here. <gasps> That's skeevy, that is. Don't approve of that. So there's about 10 jackdaws. I'd say about 10 freeborn because the other mercenaries they hired didn't bother to turn oh. up, apparently. So you've got a semi-heavy arm, a mix of skirmishers and heavy-armoured leagueish people. And as you imagine... 
very lightly armoured Freeborn against, I would say, 40 heavily armed, fully girded, heavily shielded Dornish people. You did, this just hearing of this story did provide me with a philosophical conversation on the nature of glory that evening, though, to be fair. I think I have to agree with you on this. Philo- yeah. A slaughter of a very unarmed opponent in a hand of love does not seem but glorious. I, I would have agreed if they had stated their case. No, but they just said, fight, do anyone want to fight for love? And then people just, ah, I don't agree with yeah. that. My favourite part of that was, though, we had invited some of our friends from the league to come across to help us fight. He said, I'm up for kicking some Dornish ass. Why not? Sirio, very, very good friend of the Jackdaws. And I believe another of the Barossas went with him as well. I apologise, don't know your icy name. But what I adored was he came up to me. Sorry, Nietzsche. You've offered me a crown to fight over there. <laughs> to which I don't fucking blame you. Do, do what the, you want, mate. I do the same. I do the same. We just like had a hug before the battle and there it was off. And my God, it was a slaughter, but we held our ground. The Freeborn went down first, mm. but we we held for a good probably five minutes, I'd like to think. Against a heavily armoured Dornish unit, I think that's good going. Well, well done. Yeah. Well, I missed it. We still got paid. Our two well, that's the material, so yeah. So that was a bit more of my evening. Have you got up to anything else? Yeah. So after the battle, I realised after my skirmish, I realised that I was supposed to be meeting some heralds. Um, so um, <clears throat> I can't remember if I mentioned this in pre-larp, but I am wanting to uh, have challenge the Iron Duke cast on me, which binds a um, an eternal called the Iron Duke to issue me a challenge. And if I defeat that, succeed that challenge, I get a boon from him. Um, I am using this as part of my test where I have to challenge seven nobles. I've decided one of those nobles is going to be the Iron Duke to make myself, my life nice and hard. Um, and so I was like, I'll go speak to his heralds beforehand. So I go up towards the Regio, uh, which is like the Imperial Regio where like magic is kind of uh, really strong. I don't really know. I'm not a mage because uh, I heard the heralds were around there. Um, made my way up, got to the Regio, and I found them kind of gathered outside the circle. And as they were walking past, grabbed their attention, had a conversation. Um, I was initially not sure whether or not I would have to have Challenge the Iron Duke cast upon me, but the answer to that question is basically yes. Um, so I need to get that sorted. But they also invited uh, Barion's, Barion's Heralds will be coming back in the spring, um, and House Dulac is going to be hosting them. Um, so we're going to have heralds around our camp. We're going to have to give them like refreshment and somewhere. For, basically, people can come to our camp to talk to the heralds, uh, which is very exciting. So I know exactly what I'm doing. Kind of around time end is meeting these heralds and getting them sat down next event, um, which is just a very exciting kind of early start to the the, the weekend. Was getting that sorted. Yeah, Ooh, that sounds nice. Mm. Uh, and then hung around the regio. And I I don't know if it's always like this, but there's a lot of drama. Like the entire time. I've never really been to the Regio. There was uh, these things called tulpas, which are like beings manifested from the constellations. And they were running around just cursing people, basically, if you got too close. So at one point, uh, people went to attack one. It just called mass weakness on everyone. Um, And then they kept cursing people as well. So people kept getting cursed. And we were watching them just kind of run around and attack people. There was one with like a deep hood, one with like a white cloak. And they were all just kind of running around attacking people. We saw them. We saw, like the white cloak. There was it was a girl in a white cloak. We saw a guy in a white cloak, but there was oh. ominous. Yeah. yeah, 
and like we he had his face fully covered by a veil yeah it was yeah that's exactly what it is so I think okay. that's the there's two constellations the key and the lock and the lock is about secrets and the key is about um, truths and revealing them um, and the the basically the key was the one in white trying to reveal everyone's secrets and then the one in black was the one like trying to kind of um, make you keep secrets and obtain them and find like keep secret information and as I was watching this all kick off, people getting attacked, people getting scared, running around. Eventually, they kind of disappeared through the radio, and then a ref came around handing out slips of paper. And I read the slip of paper, and it was basically like, you've, been, you've got a magical um, uh, affliction, which is that I have to both um, reveal any secrets that I find, but also acquire as many secrets as possible until midnight. <laughs> that feels very Father McPherson. Yes, yes, yes. Very much kind of like finding stuff out and keeping it to myself. Um, and exp- exposing secrets that other people were keeping. Um, so that was quite fun. Saw that. I saw uh, someone I know at the Regio having doing whispers at the Black Gate at their true love oh. who had died. So they're basically someone who had died came through who had been executed as a hate cultist. Um, they whispered through the Black Gate and they appeared in the Regio and they were like talking to each other, which was very like very intense. Yeah. Um, which I believe was followed directly by an Inquisition. <laughs> Because this person was like, I love this hate cultists. <laughs> and yeah. the priest was like... I very openly and yeah. <laughs> obviously love this hate cultist. Uh, and the priest was like, okay, we should probably have a talk about this because that's not ideal. Um, but yeah, that was kind of that. It was, it was starting to get dark. Um, I, in this time, I spoke to um, spoke to somebody who's one of the nobles that I've challenged for my test. So they have given me, I need to race them from Glory Square to the Hall of Worlds. Oh yeah, did you not do that? Or did you no, know? it's for next event. So I was oh, challenged right, this okay. event. I'm sure you're going to do that perfectly fair and square. I can't oh, yeah. get to the Hall of Worlds because I'm not a mage. So oh. I need to find a way of getting to the Hall of Worlds, basically. I have a few ideas. I have ways of doing it, but... Spoilers. At pre- yeah, at present, <laughs> yeah. I don't have them. I also have plans to help me as well. Um, uh, but yeah, so that was kind of... I got that challenge. I spoke to House Brightstone, um, which are good friends of mine. Uh, spoke to their knight errant Damien um, about um, the nature of vengeance mm. and our hatred of the Druze, which was quite an intense conversation. So it was just really nice to have some like intense role play. Yeah. Um, and then had a ritual cast on me as well after that. I don't know. Do you want to go? So right after the love duel, well, apparently we were meant to meet uh, someone who was looking for uh, a hate cult within Wintermark, apparently. However, the person who was meant to be showing us to the hate cult never turned up. So, whilst straight after the love duel, the jackdaws were just standing there in the middle of Wintermark, fully girded, looking threatening for about 10 minutes. That is like like the jackdaws brief. I was going to say, do you have to have at least one, like one, you know, sort of part of each event where all the jackdaws are either fully armoured or fully weaponed? Standing um, intimidating people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They apparently never turned up. So, about, after about 10 minutes of that, we went back to camp. They did find us and apologise they weren't there. They were at a different meeting at the time. They paid So us. easily done, though, to be fair. Oh, definitely. They paid us with a bottle of white rum, which was very nice uh, and appreciated around camp. But after that, uh, me and my dear Modesto decided to go and speak to the Crimson Reapers who had been looking for me. Apparently, it wasn't a threat. They just wanted to meet the <laughs> Uncle Nietzsche of the Jolly Jackdaws and have a word see how uh, one of the newest guilds of the league was doing and offer us some help. Nice. 
So they help. They wanted to offer. Oh, don't say too nice with the Reapers. If they offer you help, there's probably something else on the other side. <laughs> and there's a price. Oh, and that price, I imagine, be very high. <laughs> what they were going to offer, and don't get me wrong, it was a bloody genuine, uh, generous offer, was a mercenary banner. Oh, hell yeah. Which would be fantastic. But incidentally, we had previously signed with Cordraco. Yeah. For a mercenary contract, part of our deal is but, they would give us all the materials for a mercenary contract, and we would fight for them for four months, uh, four events. Oh, so what? Hang on. Did the Crimson Reapers want to hire you? The Crimson Reapers knew we were a new guild. So hang on. If they were going to provide you, you could have just had the resources for two banners, and then next year made another one. Do you want to fuck with the Crimson Reapers? Yeah. <laughs> They're so much bigger than us. Yes, so. <laughs> we don't want to fuck with them too my, yet. my current game style apparently is to get yourself in heaps of trouble oh yeah so you know I, I'm 100% behind this but you're, you're on your own it's on your head I've got I've got flocklings to look after <laughs> flocklings my little baby jackdaws but yeah it was a fantastic offer but they uh, were mentioning uh, they want to I think OC they want to work with us and bounce off us a bit more so it was lovely to get some game with them it was we were fully girded up because we'd just come back from the door. I was like, why are you so uh, dressed up just to come and see me? It's like, well, we don't feel that threatened by you. Maybe a little healthy bit of threat, but we have just come back from the door. So it was very nice that they offered us the uh, banner and said, if you ever need any support, please do come to us. They also said all the other mercenary companies were on our side and very much supporting us as well. So that was like a nice bit of role play meeting the leader of the uh, Crimson Reapers and having a talk about that. I think I've covered pretty much my whole night. I say I mostly spent it at the boar's head. I mean, I, I decided to just sort of do a shift there on the Friday night and then I could um, spend a bit more time like just wandering around and being in different parts of Bramble. But because they give me free alcohol for working there, basically, I want to make sure that I actually do, you know, some hours Do your work, there. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, just... Um, calling people over like hi come have a drink and they go what have you got and I'm like well, we've got this this and we've got loads of other stuff but I don't know what it is so I can go get someone else to help you hang on <laughs> did you get your paper out in the end you had your articles on that didn't you uh, yeah well I, I I write the paper before I go and then um, I didn't is Highland a journalist I know obviously Lupita Hi yeah Highland's I say Highland's um, been sent by Lupita to take up all of her roles I so see. she'll be doing yes, all, all the same things sense. basically only she's interested in um, doing some mage rituals as well. So she's started shadowing for that, but I will talk oh, about that on the oh. Saturday episode. Uh, just before I go to my next thing, it was the first time I ever stepped in the Crimson Reapers camp. My God, it's magnificent. Very it? intimidating. Big, big tent. Oh, I'm just going to tell you what the league is on a night. Dead. Yeah. yeah. It's nice camping in the league on a night, to be fair. Dead. I went, we went around for a booze cruise and it was, it was just dead. There was nothing going There's on. There's no proper bars in the league. I think, Mm. Oh, see, that well, is one of soon my. Soon they'll uh, be the Jolly Jackdaws Tavern, won't they? Yeah, <laughs> yes. most likely. It's one of my uh, regrets, I think, about the league. It's just there's not much nightlife there, other than on the festival. No, but that, that, as I say, that's good for if you want to sleep. Oh yeah, you know. Well, then we're near the marches. who are always we're singing, there, having a good time. Yeah, true. I suppose it keeps people away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But seeing the Crimson Reapers tent was phenomenal. There was a lot of um, in, important looking people in there. So, ooh, look at me hobnobbing with important folks. But speaking of important folks, my next meeting was the Prince's meeting. So basically, for those who don't know, the Prince's meeting is where all the best and brightest of the league and Uncle Nietzsche get together <laughs> <laughs> and Uncle Nietzsche. to discuss what's going on. 
I don't really have my oars in too much political game yet, if I ever do. But it was like hearing from the general what we want to do this time, seeing what needs to be done within the league, see where money's going, talking about the dueling competition. There is a big push in the This Winds of Fortune that over the year the league is going to have a competition to see who can build the most shit. Uh, so uh, the is discussing getting resources. How can we benefit this? Uh, who wants the chair of the wolf, which is a new position that's coming up specifically for the league that gives you extra build slots. Because oh, apparently like we bo- like building stuff. Boss stuff, I guess. Pretty right? much. Yeah. It's nice to have a specific league one. It's also discussing, do we want to uh, provide any money to these nations or projects? Because apparently the league just bankrolls everything in the empire. Lorenzo certainly did a lot of that, to be fair. They did. Uh, I don't usually have too much to do. I, I might have been glowering at some of the discussion of the uh, High Guard attending the Festival of the Reaper because I still haven't got over that the fountain got knocked over last year. You're still salty about that. I am still a salty boy. A lot of people are trying to mend that. I, I like to pa- uh, play up. I, just, I spoke to the high, I spoke to some highborn about that. I was like, you're going to kick over their fountain again. <laughs> I, I still, personally, I see, feel like they got off of a slap on the wrist, but... So much uh, work has gone into mending relationships. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but my highlight for that meeting was uh, the Crimson Reaper, who is a general, uh, Jean, who has provided a lot of fun gameplay for me over the weekend, fantastic player, uh, said, uh, I believe my adjutant isn't here. So if anyone wants to learn some more military experience, get to know the net game, come to me. Except you, Nietzsche. You don't get to do it. <laughs> The which infamous I... Nicomo Van Dyer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, effectively, which I responded, well, why would I need to learn from you? I'm already perfect. I do a good enough job. It's all kosher, ain't it? And finally, I once again got invited back to the Reaper's tent after that meeting to dis- uh, discuss building stuff into Sato, kind of seeing how we can help each other, maybe give each other a leg up in the competition, uh, seeing if there's anything particularly we need building other than the Colossus. Because What's the Colossus? So, uh, Savos has a Colossus. I can't remember who of. Massive statue, I'm guessing. Giant statue, yes. It could have been Lorenzo, or the Colossus we're building into Sato could be one of, a giant one of Lorenzo. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Lorenzo's in Savos, but Sato wants to build an even bigger one. Of who? We haven't decided yet. Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Nietzsche would be good. (laughs) I would have Nietzsche built in a colossal statue giving the finger to the other side of the river Regario from Tosato Mestre. <laughs> that would be my dream. And that is the end of my first night of many meetings. I think after that... Oh, I is, just that had... is that all you did? That's all oh, I did that, that evening, <laughs> to which I settled down for a few drinks after at my favourite pub, The Boar's Head. Oh. Well, I think because we, we were together for a fair bit, because I went to get my ritual done at the Regio. So we were, we were... I think you caught up to me at one point. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm off to go speak to someone to get a ritual cast on me. Um, and we went to speak to House Meliora, and I spoke to two good friends of mine, and I was like, I need this ritual cast on me. Um, do you fancy doing it, basically? So we got together all our resources. I got to get, I spent a lot of money on that ritual. Um, yeah. Maybe overpaid, but I was like, I, I, I like these guys. So I kind of funneled a lot of resources, and we went up to the radio to get, um, oh, 
Skin of Bark, Blood of Amber, I think it's called, which gives you an extra three hits, which is the first time you guys had seen the ritual, wasn't it? Basically, yeah, it was. It was interesting. It was fun to see. Um, usually, they have um, uh, the Rijo. It was the spark. The electricity had gone out, <laughs> but usually the Rijo has like music going and lights kind of pointing down. It had a bit of atmosphere to it, but unfortunately, it was just completely pitch black. But it was still quite atmospheric. Um, so we went up to the Rijo. Uh, they cast a ritual on me, which had like the uh, kind of gorget being put on me. Uh, they were kind of chanting stuff and describing how like my skin was getting kind of stronger and I was getting taller, um, which was really cool. Uh, basically kind of like visualizing yourself as a tree uh, to represent like how much more durable you're going to be, um, which is always fun. I love a good ritual. Last time I had that ritual, it hurt a lot more. Um, I've had two rituals and both times blood has been spilled. This time it was a, a bit nicer. <laughs> um, and then we went back basically to their camp, sat around, had lots of drinks, spoke about the nature of glory. I was kind of saying how the jackdaws got steamrolled and I didn't think it was a very glorious thing to do. It was not um, very nice. But we still got paid. You still got paid. And I challenged the noble of their house to as one of the people I'm testing. So it was kind of like that was kind of my busy night. Um, I'm sure I've forgotten a litany of things. Spent a lot of time walking around speaking to people I hadn't seen in six months. Jam Pat Friday then. Yeah, it was a good Friday. A really good Friday. Um and yeah, on to the big battle tomorrow. Oh, I was up till two thirty in the morning, which is I think I was up to a similar time. Just a classic standard uh, Empire yeah. bedtime. Yeah. Um when I'm not at Empire, I'm like um in bed by ten most nights. But yeah. then when you are there, you just there's so much to do and you don't wanna you don't want to lose any time. No. Exactly. So you're quite happy to have four hours sleep. With no phones and watches as well. It's very yeah. easy to for it to get to one o'clock in the morning without most people realizing. Yeah. Oh, my I, phone died in the second day and it just never charged it since. I absolutely love not having my phone for a full yeah, weekend so, and no yeah, one else yeah. has their phone. Um, you see, you just lose track of time and then you're like, what time is it half two? We should probably go to bed now. Yeah. Or we could drink more. <laughs> yeah. Fire's still going. It would be unsafe to leave it. It would be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think we went to bed a similar time though. For the first time, I was like, you know what? I'm finished business. I'm going to go find Tristan to go have a drink because he's always doing shit. Yeah. 10 minutes, we actually found you, surprisingly. Yeah. What do Tristan, we do? what are you doing? What do we do on Friday? Well, you went to bed as soon as I found you. Oh, you were? Yes, I was walking down the hill to go to the toilet, I think. And I yeah. saw you guys walking up. I was like, I'm off to bed. Sorry. It's like, yeah. no, the first time I actually have time to play with you. Now I regret that. Maybe we should have been like, oh, we'll go get a drink. Um, oh well it's not like it's not like you two it's not like you two can never have a drink also (laughs) no this is true so we should make a thing because there's so many points where like we would see we would see tristan for a few minutes or we'd catch up with hyland or we'd catch up with uncle nietzsche for a couple of minutes or whatever like we should make a a date that like one evening we just sit and we just chill and like we drink well Maybe not a whole evening. A few hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, we say, if we say, for example, like Saturday at 10, don't yeah. book in any meetings. Well, yeah. We'll all well, have two hours. To be fair, yeah, um, exactly. the Jackdaws had like a bit of a port and cheese night or whatever. Yeah. Like, and that was at yeah. a set time. So something like that, we'd invite you along. Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, that's probably, I'm going to get, so we, I spoke to Emma about this because she's coming to the next event and going to be like, we're going to set times aside to go see each other and we should do something yeah. like. Yeah. Set a little party. Well, because I'm, because ho- Dulac's hosting on the, that night anyway, as long as there's no important skirmishes or anything I need to get to, I might as well be like, right, after the Heralds have gone, come around, eat what they haven't eaten, have a chat and a drink. Lovely. And if any listeners want to come and uh, patronise the Boar's Head and meet the... Patronise? Oh. No, that's patronising. Continue. <laughs> I mean, you're more than welcome to, but Manor is uh, quite intimidating. So, oh, he's lovely. No, he's absolutely genuinely <laughs> amazing person. Are you say but... that because he's an orc, and yeah, the orcs intimidate me a bit as well. <laughs> well he's, he's, you know, he's a built guy, but um, yeah, 
Yeah, don't patronise the boar's head. It might not end well, but patronise the boar's head. Yes. And um, yeah, you'll meet yeah. us there. I'm, I'm thinking of making it like a regular thing where I stay, stay there on a Friday and then can get about a bit more on a Saturday and see more things. Yeah. So I'm not there all the time, but then if I've got a set time to be there, then if people do want to find me. For example, like I promised some listeners cake and not everyone who um, was awarded the cake actually <gasps> was able to receive How it. How many people got it? I think three. To be fair, out of five. But I'm thinking if, if I do that next time, then I can say, come and find me at the Boar's Head on the Friday. Because I had it with me. And if anyone had found me, then they would have been able to have it there. But um, yeah, no, sadly, not everyone found it. A fourth did come, but I couldn't find the cake for them. Yeah, ah. it was still at the Boar's Head and they went to the Jackdaw camp. So I'll communicate it a bit more uh, effectively. It is the weird thing about Empire. It's the friendship holiday we all look forward to, but never hang out as friends. Well, yeah. This is why we get the ox cart all down together. And then we've got a solid sort of three hours in a Burger King, McDonald's, KFC, whatever, at a service station. Well, yeah, it was a good Friday. Good, good Friday. It. I don't think there's ever a bad Friday. No. I yeah, it was, it was just, a great it's Friday. just how cold it was. Yeah, and then tomorrow, so cold. day after, battle for me, monster review, you guys. Brah. Except yeah. for me. Yeah, except <laughs> for you. I, you said you were a monster this time. I said I would think about it. You could have um, played Drewsy Drews. But then also, our new Jackdaw um, went out monstering and found the Dornish terrifying and intimidating. And I said, that's how I'm going to react. That's why I've not been yet. I'm so glad someone's had that experience. And because everyone else has gone out and loved it. And I'm like, I don't think I would. I'm sure I wouldn't. So I'm kind of glad to have that validation of like, yes, not everybody loves it. I don't think I would. I had a, a panic attack just sat at the ball's head drinking. That's absolutely. I don't think valid. I should go on the battlefield. <laughs> So yeah, um, thank you for everyone who came to see us or bumped into us or even everyone we've met and even people who don't even know we do the podcast and aren't listening now. Thank you to them as well. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> and thank you to all you guys for um, being great friends there and back and on the little bits of time we did see each other in between. Um, yeah, I, I had very much fun and I'm glad that you guys all enjoy it as much as I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See you next week for Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, yeah. Saturday. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, you can find us on all social medias. And if you feel like supporting the podcast, you can also find us on Patreon. And also our Empire discount codes are in the episode description. Thanks again for listening and see you next time. <laughs>